Well, uh, if you look in your note page, you'll see that today was supposed to be commandment number six. As we've been going through the uh, Ten Commandments, Ten Values to, to Build Your Family Foundation on. And I think God had other plans for us today because the, uh, the first about ten minutes of my, uh, of my message is actually a video. So, uh, being the fact that we have nothing in that realm and it pretty much led into everything else we were going to talk about. Um, the funny thing is, is we are switching six and five because next week uh, it's going to be our family Sunday and we're going to have uh, all the kids in here hanging out and the lads leading it and they're going to talk about honoring mom and dad and that's commandment number five so we're going to switch them around apparently god doesn't want to switch around he had that order for a reason so um we'll be doing uh we'll be doing uh, number six following bbs and this morning i just want to talk a little bit about uh i guess well i'm not good at weighing it i'm just gonna be honest with you generally i type out my messages word for word um I don't read them, but at least it gives me a comfort to know that they're word for word sitting there. And uh, I was going to grab a crayon out of the, uh, the three and four year old room. <laughs> they started writing some stuff down, but I couldn't read it very well. So uh, what I do want to talk about this morning is this. Uh, you know, we, we sing about blessed be your name. We sing about how great thou art. We talk about how great God is. But sometimes I think when we get ourselves caught up in a, in a situation where things aren't going our way. I want to let you know that I am I'm a planner. Uh, this week I gave Scott every message I'm planning on doing uh, through June of next year. And, uh, and I, I have got that all planned out, already laid out when, when we're going to do our communion services, all those kind of things like that. I, I've got that, and it's all up here, and it's all on that piece of paper, and it's going to give me a guide to work with and those kind of things like that. And God, for some reason... This morning, and he works in mysterious ways. You know, we use that as a flippant term. Well, God works in mysterious ways. He really does. He's doing something this morning, and I don't know if he's doing it for you, but I know he's doing it for me. It's it's sort of one of those kind of eye-opening things where you say, "All right, God, what are you what are you trying to say? Is it the fact that you're in control and I'm not? Because I am a control freak. Okay, well, just, I'm just going to be honest with you. I like to be in control. I don't like other people driving." I don't, I mean, there's all those kind of things. It all falls in where I want to be in control. And I think God this morning, when he had Scott call me at 8.10 and say, hey, trailer's not going to be there this morning. I'm like, wait a second. That, that's our church. That Our church is in a box, literally. It's, it's called Church on Wheels. That's the trailer we bought. It was Church on Wheels. If it doesn't show up, how are we going to have church this morning? And as I, like I said before, it took me a few minutes to get done pacing and, and get to a normal spot and, and just want to walk around and just be normal for a second and breathe and stop sweating profusely and, and just, just be ready for what God had to do this morning. And I, I just said, you know, the church isn't in a box. If the janitor had not shown up here today and we had to meet outside, the church is the people who come. The church is the body that is sitting here. And so people that, that, that are talking with one another, the ones who rely on each other to, to help them out in needs, and the ones who come together to reach out to the community. And that's what it's all about. And I think, I think uh, we, if this is your first Sunday here, we launched this as a church on, on Easter, April 4th. So we've been doing this now for 15, 16 weeks. And uh, everybody kind of told me, they said, there's about a six-month honeymoon period that you can't do any wrong. It's possible to do that. Maybe that's why God's doing it in that six-month period. Or, uh, or maybe it's, uh, it's the fact that, that we can look and say, well, 
maybe the honeymoon period for us has kind of ended because summer came and, and things got a little more where oh, we have to fill in for people and it's not quite as easy and, and it's harder to want to be here on the weekend when you could be out doing other things. And, and all kinds of things like that come to our mind. And I started thinking, you know, maybe this is God saying, get back to the roots of why you're here. Remember why you came. Remember why... You, you took a group from First Baptist of Rio Rancho and brought it out here. And does anybody remember why we did that? It wasn't because we hated anybody at First Baptist, and it wasn't because we were so upset with the way things were going there or anything like that. It's because this area of Rio Rancho needs a church. And we didn't want them to have to come to us. We wanted to be able to go to them. And I think that's what God was trying to say to me, even this morning, saying, hey, do you remember why you're doing it? It's not about all the stuff. The stuff just makes it nice. It just makes us more comfortable. Maybe he's saying, I want you to get out of your comfort zone. Maybe he's saying, I want you to understand that it's okay to rely completely on me and not on yourself. And each one of us in here is in a different place in your spiritual life. And each one of us in here is in a different place where, where you're thinking about, how do I rely on God? It doesn't have to be a church thing. For me, obviously it is, because this church is, is, is a good portion of my life. You know, my family in this church, that, that's, that's pretty much me in a, in a nutshell. And so God's saying, hey, guess what? In all of this, you need to rely on me. You might have it all planned out for June, or you at least think you do, but I've got it all planned out for the rest of everything, because as you know, I've got every day numbered for you, and I know exactly what you're going to do, and I know all those things. Don't worry about it. I've got it all under control. And you know, it's funny. I'm sitting there and I'm listening to you guys all sing back in the back. And I'm not an emotional guy. I mean, most of you know that. I'm pretty pretty non-emotional, as a matter of fact. But just hearing everybody sing and just, just hearing it go up, it, it just made me choke up just a little bit to say, heck, Scott could have put the guitar down. Um, Steve, you could have put the bass guitar down. And we could have just sang. And it would have just been just as amazing to God. And just us coming together to say, hey God, blessed be your name. If you know anything about that song, it says in the good times and in the bad times, blessed be your name. Blessed be your name on the Sunday we have all of our stuff and blessed be your name on the Sunday we don't have squat. You know, I mean, each and every one of those things we think about and we sing them and sometimes we forget what the words mean. And when we sing, how great thou art. You know, when, we're, when we are laying on our faces in front of God in humble adoration, what an amazing time that's going to be. And we're not going to, he's not going to have giant screens and, and black curtains blacking everything out and setting a mood. It's going to be us and him, and that's it. It's going to be amazing. And I'm excited for that day. And, you know, it, I didn't know what even to say this morning because, like I said, I, I put my message aside, and I'll do it in a couple of weeks, and we'll get into that. But the, the first thing I thought of was this. Um, in Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6 Starting in verse 10, if you if you uh, have spent any time in the book of Ephesians, you know this is this is a challenge to Christians who are dealing with struggles and, and the times that that uh, Satan is going to use those struggles to either plant a seed of bitterness or for you to destroy. Understand that God's growing us through. And it says in Ephesians chapter six, verse ten, it says the final word: Be strong in the Lord. And His mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you'll be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. 
For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of this unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. You know, I know it's one of those things that some people don't really quite grasp spiritual warfare in us. I can't say that I do. I can't say that I'm like some amazing, ooh, I'm going to tell you all about it. But I know this morning there's two ways we could have all reacted. Those who come on a regular basis, and even those who don't, because you could be sitting here going, we are not coming back here again. I mean, look at this. This is ridiculous. They're in a school with a chair, and Scott stood on the chair. If I stood on it, it would break, so I don't. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's two different ways we could have looked at it. We could have let that root of bitterness jump inside and say, oh, obviously they don't know what they're doing. You're right, I don't. Okay, I'll be honest with you. Um, but at the same time, we could say, all right, what God, what, what are you trying to teach us? What are you trying to do through all of this? What are you trying to lead us in? And, you know, I, I see every morning, every Sunday morning when I get here, this place is basically set up. If I come a little earlier, it's not quite. But there are guys that get here at 8 o'clock, and the guys with the trailer, normally, that get here at 8 o'clock. Um, and they, they come in here, and it's a thankless job. I've said it before, it's, it's, uh, it tends to be monotonous. It's all right, let's put the curtains and the poles up and the staging up. And nobody's like, wow, hey, great job, guys, you set up. But I do want to tell you that this morning. Great job. We normally do it. I'm glad you got a day off today. Okay. Um, on purpose. Yeah, we planned this. Um, but, you know, I look at that and I look at the volunteers who work in the nursery. And I look at each one of the teachers and I say, you know, I, I'm so thankful for them and what they're doing. But there's so many times that... A little thing doesn't happen right. Even when we're, in, we have everything, if you've seen it, we have these giant carts that we load everything in. There's days that the things that came out of the one cart don't go back in that same cart. And that can be very frustrating for the person next week that's looking for that thing that should be there that's not. And that could be another thing. We just get, you know, and I'm going to be angry about it. And we're going to let it happen. We're going to let that root of bitterness grow inside of us. If you look inside Ephesians, it's funny. Um, because this is part of what, even when we're going to talk about do not murder today, um, of what, what it breaks down to. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31, it's just the, the next page back uh, from what we just read. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. And I look at that and I say, you know... I don't know how many churches you've been to, but you can walk into a church and you can tell the ones that are forgiving of one another and you can tell the ones that gossip about one another. You can walk in and you can feel it because that root of bitterness is there or the root of Christ's love and grace and forgiveness is there. And when you walk in and you can feel it, you can tell there's a reason why spiritual attacks don't happen to those churches that gossip because they're already destroying themselves. They don't need any help. But in a church... I mean, we have this VBS plan, and I can't tell you how excited I am for this VBS. I am, I am just over the top. My biggest fear in the entire world is we're going to have 20 kids show up. You know, and that's the 20 that are already here. And that's not reaching out to the neighborhood. But I know this is going to be a great outreach out to the neighborhood. And I know we're going to reach out. We're going to see kids coming to the Lord. And you know what? I think this Sunday, like I said before, there's two ways we can take it. It's God teaching us something, or it's Satan trying to say, hey, I'm trying to destroy you and ruin you. And make you hate each other and say, oh, I can't believe Matt didn't plan this or whatever it is you want to say. But as we look at that, we say, 
man, we must be getting ready to do something good because there's no reason why Satan would be attacking us if we weren't. We have a great thing getting ready to happen. In a week from now, this is going to be all set up and we're going to have all kinds of stuff. And in a week from tomorrow, there's going to be kids that are walking in that have never heard the good news of Jesus Christ and that He died for their sins and that, that He loves them more than anything. They're coming out of broken homes and they're coming out of things that they don't understand a Father's love. And they're going to walk in and they're going to be blown away. Not just by the music, not just by the cool stuff and the rockets and all the things like that, but by the fact that we have a group of people who love them so much that they wanted to come out and show Christ's love to them by giving up work, by coming in and volunteering three hours a day for four days in a row. That, that's a lot of work to set up, to tear down, to do all the things we're going to be doing. And they look at it and they say, oh, somebody cares about me. And that somebody's Jesus. And they're going to grasp that. And they're going to hold on to it. And Satan doesn't want that. It's a fight. And I know it sounds like a typical church thing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what the preachers always talk about, is the fight between good and evil. There really is one. If I could reach up and peel back the curtain, you can see the spiritual side of everything. There's a fight going on right now. There's a fight going on for you. There's a fight going on for the kids that are in this neighborhood. When we go door to door, there's a fight going on on every one of those door hangers that go out there. And you know, we are looking to reach out to this community, and that's what we're here for. That's why we came in the very first place. That's the reason why we loaded up and said, yeah, we're going to spend money on a trailer. We're going to set up a church every Sunday. We're going to tear down a church every Sunday. And we're going to make it out here at an obscure school that nobody can ever find. And, you know, um, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, that we look at and we say, oh, God, what are you going to do? And how are you going to do it? And I think, I really, truly believe that this weekend, that this Sunday, while you are here, this is the biggest attendance we've, we've had, literally. In, I mean, those of you guys who've been here all summer, I mean, we had 40 last week. So, I mean, there's more than 40 sitting in here, and that included the kids last week. It was just one of those Sundays you're like, oh, well, you know, it was 4th of July, but at the same time, it was just one of those disheartening things, and you walk in, you're like, oh, great, the Sunday we don't have squat, everybody comes, that's great. <laughs> you know, then you, you say that to yourself, and you, you think to yourself, but God knows exactly what He's doing. And like I said, he works in mysterious ways, and it's one of those things that just can't wrap your mind around. And I would, I would love to be able to say, man, I, I prepared this real huge, eloquent, amazing message that's just going to knock your socks off. But I just know that God's speaking on his own. I don't need to say anything more. I could be done right now, which I think I'm going to be. Um, you know, it, it's like I, I've said it already. But I thank those who, who come in here and they, and they do their, their jobs and, and I think this is just a reminder of why we do it. Why we do what we do. And that is to reach out to people. And that's the reason why you teachers, you teach. And that's the reason why you set up guys. That's why you set up. And that's the reason why you tear down people. That's why you tear down. It's not because it's a whole, whole lot of fun. But it's because we want to reach people. And I pray that, that through today that you see God in a whole new way. Because it doesn't have to be flashy. It doesn't have to be showy. And it doesn't have to have lights and cameras and and projection units and all kinds of things like that. But God can work just like this. And I know He's doing it all around the world, and I think He's just trying to teach us today. And I know He's trying to teach me today. But it's about Him, and that's it. It's a simple, easy thing, and it's about Him.